Marker. Danny Lovers. Danny Lovers. That is right. We are back. Good day, everyone. We are back for another episode of the Cine Lovers podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us, whether you are listening on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or watching on the YouTube. Hello. So we've got um, a bumper episode. There's a lot to get through today. We've got some stuff to go within the news. News. Sorry, early. That is a little bit early. We've got some stuff to do with the news. We've got some new trailers to show you as well. And we have got two film reviews, which are The Suicide Squad and Jungle Cruise. We did manage to watch them. So we were away, but we've managed to watch them. But we will get into that later. And we do have, as always, a special mention at the end of the show. But as always, we start off with the news. The news. There you go. Come on, this is the big one. This is the big one. Let's go. Okay, okay. So, um, start off, the biggest thing for me in the news, um, which apparently isn't news anymore. Like, apparently my parents knew about it before I did weeks ago. But, you know, some of you might not know. Um, ben is back, people! That is Woo! right. Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner Woo! are no more. <laughs> they got divorced, like, ten years ago or something. Maybe not yeah. quite ten years ago. And the picture well, I'm sorry. Jeez, Here you go. Jeez, there it is. There's the picture that shook the world. The picture that broke Instagram, so they say. And I didn't even notice it had happened. Um, but yeah, oh my God. I'm so happy. I'm so happy for him. I love Ben so much. Yes, for those listening, it is the picture of Ben Affleck yes. and Jennifer Lopez. Uh, J-Lo on her yacht celebrating her 52nd birthday. Five, two. What it do? What it do? That's what she said. And it was about three or four pictures of just her in a bikini, showing great figure for a 52 yeah, year old amazing. woman. And then it's finally making it official to the media Woo! and the public that Benefit is back. I'm so happy. He deserves some happiness. So, for some history on their relationship, so girly right now. And they met in 2001 on the film Gili, which we then forgot about. And um, I've not even seen it, but you know, I don't think anyone wants to. Um, and then they were together uh, from 2002 to 2004, and they did get engaged. Obviously, they were famously in uh, Jenny, Jennifer's music video, Jenny from the Block, which uh, is a favourite. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, they kept putting their wedding date off due to excessive media pressure, and eventually split. So sad. Obviously, he went on to marry Jennifer Garner. He likes his Jennifer's. Had a few kids. Yeah, had a few kids. And they sadly divorced, obviously, um, years ago now. But, yes, here they are, back together, him and Jennifer Lopez. And I'm just, yeah, I'm so happy that he's got some happiness. He deserves it. Yes, Benefer is back. Benefer is back, woo! But speaking of being back, I mean, it's been two, three weeks since we've had at MCU Disney show oh, and yeah. we got our first look we did at Hawkeye which will be released in November on Disney Plus the mm-hmm. next is this the fourth third fourth fourth Disney yeah. Plus MCU show this mm-hmm. year um obviously all taking place around after Black yeah. Widow time I'm just say. thinking obviously we're going to be having what if before Hawkeye even comes out um mm-hmm. that is coming out soon but that's animated, so. Apparently, though. Yeah. Uh, with, with What If. 
they have said that they wouldn't be surprised if we did see some live action spin-off movies from what if so maybe that is something that Hayley Atwell will come back for that's exciting yes bring Hayley back yeah so I mean like you said it's a it's a what if it's kind of leaning more towards the multiverse so Mm. why not have more movies so but for now we've got the new MC MCU Disney plus show Hawkeye which is November 24th, I believe, on yep. Disney+. Plus. Our first look at Jeremy Renner playing the titular role and Hayley Steinfeld playing the young protege. Also the titular role. Because Kate Bishop, who's the character, is also a Hawkeye. And it's definitely setting up for future phases with the Young Avengers as well. So. Yeah, she was apparently in Young Avengers and, is it Pacific Avengers or West Coast? West Coast Avengers. West Coast yeah. Avengers. Which is cool. So, yeah, I'm excited to see um, what they do together. We love Haley, so yes, yeah, definitely. Cool. We had quite a lot of first look pictures, didn't we? We over have the last yeah. few weeks. And the the next one that I remember seeing was "See How They Run." Which, see how they run. I hadn't heard anything about this until we saw the picture on Instagram. Yeah, so it's Saoirse Ronan and Sam Rockwell. Immediately got my attention. Said, "Jamie, what's this?" Well, what is it? Headed straight over to IMDb. I did. She did. And this is a tale of a uh, a, a director um, in New York, I believe, or somewhere like that. Oh, Desperate Hollywood film producer. Sorry, that's the one. Um, and he wants to make a play. And then there's a murder. There's been a murder. Murder amongst the cast. Um, a few murders, I believe. And then in come... Um, Sam Rockwell and Saoirse Ronan as uh, the uh, detective and constable. Sherlock and Holmes. Pretty much to investigate the goings on, who done it? So, yeah. A nice little who done it. And it's a nice period piece as well, which I like. So yeah, that's another first look that we mm-hmm. had. Aside for that. And we also got a first look at a new documentary mm-hmm. by Formula One seven-time world champion. The German himself, Michael Schumacher, the legend of Ferrari, that we got a small little picture and announcement that that will be coming, I believe, to Netflix. Mm -hmm. I believe so, yeah. September 15th, so Schumacher um, will be coming out then. Obviously, um, as Jamie says, seven-time champion, um, we'll remember him when we were younger. Tied with Lewis Hamilton now. Tied with Lewis Hamilton now, whatever. Schumacher's still the greatest. I remember watching him as kids in F1 on a Saturday Sunday mornings. Um, just absolutely loved him. And then obviously, sadly, he had his accident um, skiing in 2013, was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, we've really not, not heard much of his progress since. Um, so it's quite sad. But um, it'll be nice to, to go and look back at the amazing career and life that he has had. And, and yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, <laughs> coaching back is great. Yeah. So that's coming in September. And... What about this one? Because I know you are excited. You I can see that excited. smile on her face for the next one. Um, <laughs> so excited. So this one seems to just go under the radar for, for us. It apparently got announced in June, July. Yeah. That there will be a live action Barbie movie starring Margot Robbie. But not only that. Well, first of all, I did, we did know about it a while ago. That it was potentially happening. Yeah. But it's been confirmed in mm-hmm. July, um, June, July. 
and as, as James says, Margot, who I love, she's amazing, obviously as Harley and every other role that she's in, um, but one of my other favourite girls, Greta Gerwig, is going to be directing, obviously director of Lady Bird and Women, um, absolutely amazing director, and I know one of our one of our friends out there, Aaron, is a particular fan, so he'll be excited as well to see her next uh, feature, um, so I think it's going to be a very interesting take on Barbie, and I'm really excited to see it, and I think Margot is absolutely perfect person to play her as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so filming for that, I believe, begins in 2022. Yeah. So, so not quite yet. they got a bit of a wait, but something to look forward to. But you can always just keep checking with us. I'm sure we'll have an update eventually oh, yeah. about Barbie. Totally. So another one that, obviously, that's 2022. Yeah. There was another one that has just kind of started production, I believe. And we are talking about Clerks 3. We had Jay and Silent Bob reboot not so long ago, I think about two years ago, rebooting mm -hmm. the, the Jay and Silent Bob franchise. And now we are getting Clerks 3. So yeah, man. As you can see from this picture, we can see Kevin Smith mm -hmm. in a little hoodie, but it's not just kind of any old hoodie. It's not. What kind of hoodie is it? So Kevin Smith posted this picture this week. Uh, oh, no, it was last week, actually, because... So I've been poorly, so I'm a little bit behind in my days. I've kind of lost a week. Um, but, uh, yeah, you posted this picture on Instagram last week um, saying that they are starting um, uh, filming of Clerks 3 on Monday. So that is this Monday just gone. They've started. And um, it turns out they have some kind of, like, um, Jay and Silent Bob like, museum or something with loads of the, um, loads of the uh, props and everything in it. And this hoodie is from the original Clerks film um that you wore then um a silent bob and it's been in this kind of museum place and uh they got it out to check it out thinking they just need to have a look at it and um, to make a new one to fit him now he's like it still fits it's perfect it's a little bit worn and like musty and stuff but i mean that's what it would be so he's wearing the original hoodie from clerks in the film of clerks 3. i mean i'm so excited i absolutely love the vsq universe um so I'm excited to have the original cast from both Clerks and Clerks 2 coming back. Um, obviously, um, Brian O'Hallahan, um, obviously, Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes. Um, and yeah, a few of the others, Rosario Dawson. So yeah, it's going to mm -hmm. be exciting. Yeah. And we also think, I mean, I don't really want to talk about this one because, you know, it's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I think a few people have probably seen this one out there, actually. All um, I can say is, thank God, if you are watching on YouTube, the picture's taken up the screen so you can't see the disgust on that. <laughs> um, yeah, so we got this first look image of that the Lord of the Rings um, TV show that I did mention to you guys uh, the other week. Um, this is all we've got. Jamie's pulling the face. This is all we've got. That's all, like, absolutely nothing else. Um, I did read... Um, some notes somewhere about um, what people are theorising the scene to be and I forgot to write them down so apologies about that but <laughs> yeah I know yeah great research there um, I've done a lot of research for everything else but yeah for me I mean I think you know possibly that figure could be some kind of elf very tall elven like um, figure but yeah I'm excited um, to see what they do with this um, the cast is incredibly interesting and um, that's something I do want to mention um, if you want to take the pitch down now, babe, thanks. And I'll just talk at the screen. The cast, um, majority of um, are unknowns or, um, you know, there's a couple of faces you might recognise. 
The one I want to point out, I don't know if you've heard of it, heard about this, Lenny Henry. Sir Lenny Henry of Comic Relief of, you know, all of that, of Premier Inn fame. Sir Lenny Henry is in the new Lord of the Rings TV show. I mean, I'm More just excited to see. To I'm just excited to see the strangeness of all of that, to be honest. So, yeah. Oh, something else I forgot to mention about Kevin Smith. Obviously, we mentioned um, uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation, uh, film that was that he made for Netflix, and it came out while we were on holiday last week. And um, so I've missed it. I've not seen it yet. Um, but he puts on the Instagram about how the internet hates him for it, and that makes me really sad. Um, you think that you've heard the fans don't really like it, haven't you? Well, apparently so. If you look on the reviews of Martin Tomatoes, it's got really good critic reviews, mm. but the fans just don't seem to have enjoyed it. I'm not a massive He-Man or She-Ra fan, so I can't really comment, unfortunately. No. But Well, I'm going to go and check it out this next week, and I will, I will give you my opinion next time. But don't be sad, Kevin, because we love you. Yeah, so we are well under production and filming of the new Scorsese Killings of the Flower Moon. Killers of the Flower Moon. What did I say? Killings. Killings. Sorry, the Killers of the of the the Flower Moon. moon. Jesus, there you go. We we got that out there. So it's Mm -hmm. the new film starring Jesse Plemons, Robert De Niro, we've got Leonardo DiCaprio. And there has been a new announcement of a new actor joining, and that is Brendan Fraser, Rick O'Connell I thought you said Sir Brendan Fraser. I did, Fraser. I did say Sir Brendan Sir Fraser. Sir Brendan Fraser. He hasn't been knighted yet. yet. Rick O'Connell himself. And we'll talk a bit more about Rick O'Connell later. Yes, Ben from Scrubs. <laughs> Brendan Fraser is in the new Scorsese movie. He's regenerated. Regenerated? He's rejuvenated his acting career recently. He's been in a few DC shows, Titans and the spin-off Doom Patrol as well and he seemed to he was in Trust as well which is based off the um the true story which is also all the money in the world oh about, yes about them as well so he's rejuvenated his career he's um now in a, a big Scorsese movie and Scorsese is known for making really good Oscar picture worthy mm-hmm. films so maybe we'll see a um support an acting nomination for Brendan that Fraser. That would be really exciting. That would be so cool for his career. I mean, like, like you've, you've said he's in quite a few things um, recently, but obviously he's not been in anything massive for a really long time, yeah. you know. Um, and a lot of people have kind of forgotten about him. He was at Comic-Con earlier the year when we went, um, and he did have a massive queue because I wanted to go and say hi, but it was a bit of a queue. Um, so, yeah, it's really cool to see him coming back in something big and um, just to show that he still does have what it takes, you know. And, I mean, a Scorsese film that's huge obviously excited to see Leo mm-hmm. and uh, I've been reading a bit about what this story is about it's based on a book by uh, David Gran or Gran I can't remember I'm writing um but it's about members of a tribe um in the states that was murdered um uh during a kind of a, a mysterious uh in the mysterious circumstance in the 1920s and it became a major FBI investigation which involved J. Edgar Hoover and I said to myself is Leo reprising his role no, he's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but still, though, I know um, that'll probably be an issue that is quite um, important to Leonardo DiCaprio based on like things that I know about, the subjects he cares about. So it'll be interesting to see that and to hear what he has to say about it as well. So, yeah, Killers mm-hmm. of the Flower Moon. 
And on to our final part of the news, mm-hmm. which was recently announced just after the Suicide Squad premiere. That is <laughs> Sholo. That is right. It is Miguel Diaz from the TV show Cobra Kai. will be joining the DC Universe yeah, as Blue Beetle. The first ever um, Latin uh, superhero exactly. on, on the screen, anyway. Um, that the Blue Beetle actually um, is quite a young character. Uh, it was 2006, and um, he was first he first appeared. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's quite cool that we've got more of the uh, the later the newer characters coming through. So, but I'm excited to see Sholo stepping forward into the movie world, and uh, it was really cool to see him at the Suicide Squad um, uh, premiere okay. as well. Announcing that it's like he's been welcomed since the family. So that's cool. Speaking of the, the suicide premiere, we don't have a picture of it, but did you see who Taika Waititi is officially dating? No. Rita Ora. Ah. Oh. <laughs> there you go. That's weird. Yeah. So Taika Waititi and Rita Ora uh, were together, were seen the together. <laughs> that is breaking news for Mercedes. She didn't know I kept that for her just there. But we are talking about Sholo. Wait, 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 wait. Go wait. on. I was, I was, if you're going to move on to the next bit, I just want to just want to explain a little bit about Blue Beetle. Because, I mean, I've never heard Blue of him Beetle. before. Um, and the character is a Mexican teen who finds a alien beetle. Um, and it gives him super-powered armour. So, there that is. So, I'm excited to see it. I'm sure, yeah, they'll, do it. I'm sure they'll do an amazing job. I love DC and we love Sholo. So, yeah, um... They're not going to start filming just yet, obviously they just announced it. So, yeah, not too sure when that's going to happen. No, he's just officially yeah. been announced. Um, they, they were saying, they posted, um, I believe DC posted that they were in negotiations with Sholo to become Blue mm-hmm. Beetle. And then Sholo posts on Instagram to say he was so excited to join the DC universe. And he's basically been confirmed. And he used the words, I'm a fucking superhero. Well, freaking superhero, I believe. So sorry about the swearing there. But um, there you go. I'm a freaking superhero. Yeah, you are. Put on Instagram. So I mean, he's not only just a freaking superhero. Just a DC superhero. He's an elsewhere superhero. He is. I mean, luckily we did start filming today. Otherwise, we would have completely missed it and had to wait two weeks to talk about it. But they have officially released the teaser. For Cobra Kai season four, and they have announced the release date coming this December on Netflix. Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai. Coming this December, so they haven't officially released the date. So hopefully it'll be around the holiday season, so everyone can be off and watch it all in one day again, like we did mm-hmm. on New Year's Day, watching season three that we waited so long for. We didn't even have to wait a year for season four, which which I'm happy with. So almost a year. I mean, almost yeah, but I mean, we waited two two to three years for season three because they filmed it all, and then YouTube got rid of it, and then it went to Netflix, and then blah blah. I had to wait to to build the fan base before they released season three. So we're getting it a year, just under a year, uh, before season three premiered on Netflix. So Mm -hmm. we didn't have to wait that long. Cobra Kai season four, the fight for the valley, for the pride of the valley, I believe it was. So yeah. and they did a little bit of a trailer for it, didn't they? And you got a trailer, just the mall kind of stood there. Yeah, so that is Exciting. Cobra Kai season four. And I think that 
transitions beautifully. A nice transition, little, transition nicely, yeah. It's a nice little segue to our trailer time. So we're going to be talking about some of the, the trailers that yeah. have recently been released. That was the news. That was the news. <laughs> we are now trailers on trailers. We have a lot of trailers to get through as well, guys. There's a lot to talk about today. So start off with, uh, I think, one of the most anticipated ones, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh my god, that trailer was mint. I've not used that word in a while. Mint. It was it was mint. Um Kendall mint. Yeah, Kendall mint. Um oh my god, like oh, I'm just I'm so excited for it. It is is not disappointing so far. Um it's obviously taking if you've seen the trailer, you can tell it's taking quite a stranger things um kind of a route, you know. Um obviously they know that's a successful formula at the moment. People actually love Stranger Things, so it's a it's a cool idea to take it down that route. Obviously, you do have Tim Wolfenhard from Stranger Things, um, who's playing Trevor, um, and his sister Phoebe, and um, they are the grandchildren of Egon, one of the original Ghostbusters. Um, so it's um basically it looks like these guys are moving out to um an old farm building that Egon has left for them, left for the family, and they start to discover a few things whilst they're rooting around. Of course, Paul Rudd is uh, the the adult kind of leader through it all, and he, he kind of teaches them about who their grandfather was by showing them all the retro adverts for Go- Ghostbusters mm. and things. So, yeah, it looks amazing. It looks like Stranger Things meets a bit of, like, I don't know, a bit of Jumanji thrown in there with, like, the craziness in the streets and the car and... You know, Paul Rudd with his beard, a little bit like Robin Williams with his beard. I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting She's excited. Just talking, I'm getting excited. Um, and obviously, at the very end of the uh, of the trailer, we uh, we see an arm and hear a voice. Um, and of course, that is. Dan I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. I didn't know Dan Aykroyd was in this picture. Exactly, Dan Aykroyd does appear, but not appear at the end, which is really really exciting. Oh, and also Annie Potts who plays uh, Janine. Obviously, the amazing receptionist in Ghostbusters, she's also in it. So, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Mm. You got anything to say? I mean, you basically said everything that needed to be said about it. But you so, might want to say that you're excited. No, I said there's um, they had a lot of homage to the um, mm. the, the Ghostbusters franchise. They, they had a lot of different bits with the fridge and stuff and, and the mm. ghosts and the Sigourney Weaver scene with the fridge. And like you said, with Dan Aykroyd uh, at the end with the little cameo as well. So there's a lot of homage in there for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, I don't think they've released the official date as of yet, but not sure. But Ghostbusters Afterlife will be here soon, finally, as it was supposed to be released last year. Nice. That's my most anticipated trailer. Yes, and to one of the least anticipated films, Dune. Coming soon to cinemas and HBO Max for mm-hmm. our US listeners and people that live over there. That much more to say about it. It's a remake of the David Lynch movie, uh, which is from the 80s, starring Timothy Chalamet. Come it's on, give it desert. a bit more credit. Okay, so we have not seen... <laughs> have you seen the original? I'm guessing you haven't. We've not seen the original. The book is like that thick. I've never read it um but i would i've always been intrigued to watch the original um i've always grown up into my into my sci-fi so um 
it's something I had a, I planned to watch at some point. Um, but now the new one's out, so maybe I'll watch the original first. Um, but I mean, the cast is pretty decent. You know, you've got Timothy Chalamet, Zendaya, Rebecca Ferguson, Jason Momoa, Dave Bautista, um, Stellan Skarsgård, Oscar Isaacs, you know, Josh Brolin. It's just like, it's a great cast. Um, the story's intriguing. My dad's told me a bit more about the story. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm keen to watch it. You know, you don't have to come. I might just go with my dad. Um, but yeah. Mark my words. It will be one of the biggest flops of the year. I think it looks like that they've they've done but it for the fans. It's got a really though. big fan base. Yeah, so. I think it looks like they've, they've shot it for the fans. But Not apparently, from what I hear from people that enjoy the book and stuff, is the book is too long to be just a film. It should be like a, a more of a mini series. So yeah. how they can fit everything into one book, unless they're going to look to do more of a uh more than one film or have like a franchise of it going into mini series and spin-offs and stuff i'm not sure but mm. i'm not really excited for it we'll see closer to the time i believe that it comes out in october as you can see on the screen there so we will see in cinemas here in the uk in october and in the us simultaneously with hbo max as well mm -hmm. so yeah i mean just like every week we're going to talk about MCU, aren't we? Because there's a film coming out every other month. We've got Shang-Chi. Another, another trailer. I think we've had about three or four now. Um, I'll just rewatch the trailer again. Um, there's a few more extra things in it, but um, we don't need any more trailers. Let's just wait till the film's come out now. Let's get the film out. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I think it's out, it's, out, it's out in September, I believe. Um, so not long to wait. Um, I do feel like when I was watching it, I was kind of like, I kind of stopped paying attention a little bit and I thought, I feel like everyone's a bit over Marvel. Did you get any Sonic vibes because he's collecting rings? No. <laughs> <laughs> there's only one Sonic. Um, but no, I, I just kind of felt like, I don't feel like there's excitement around it. I don't even feel like, to be honest, there's that much excitement around Eternals anymore. I mean, seeing how quiet the cinema was for Black Widow, a Marvel film, like, I feel like there's been a bit of a dip because we've had that massive year without anything and like somebody said um like it was a long time for, like for black widow it was a long time to to stay interested in a character that had died and go back for the, the prequel of it and i feel like the interest that's also reflects the interest of the marvel stuff everyone was so hyped and we were probably ready for all the new stuff and then we've lost a year and I am still looking forward to it, but I feel like the hype's gone down a lot. You forget as well, though, obviously, with, with the pandemic, I know some people might not want to come out of the house, whatever. Yeah. And people do have the Disney Plus premiere option. So a lot mm -hmm. of people, especially families of four, four or more, will probably choose to stay home because they're going to save more money by staying at home and renting it on Disney Plus Premio access for fifteen ninety nine. If you think you've got a family of four paying five pounds a ticket per person, that's twenty pounds there. You could rather sit at home, have a good time, order a pizza from Domino's and and then watch it at home, for example. So I think a lot of people is a viable option for, that's for anybody true. that's got a, a family. I mean even two people say if we went out, sometimes we might go out for a meal beforehand. Mm -hmm. And then the prices, I know we've got limitless, so obviously we, we kind of don't count. But then you're looking at the cinema price tickets of seven, eight pounds in mm -hmm. some places, some even five. I mean, for an extra five ninety nine for the two of us, we could get that film and watch it at home. 
that's true but that could explain yeah the quietness of the cinemas but what i'm talking about just is just the general hype say just when you're around other people in conversation no one's really talking about the next marvel films anymore in the conversations i i would usually have people are excited about the tv shows on disney plus but no one my my kind of friends that i would talk about that stuff if i'd ever mentioned shang chi or black widow or whatever they're just like yeah no I think so, with, again, but we'll Black, see close to this. Time. I think with Black Widow, like you say, though, it's it's one of those that you can't really get excited for somebody that you know. Is for everybody that has seen Avengers Endgame, you know what happens to the character, and then obviously it's a prequel as well, so you know she ain't gonna die because she's in Avengers Infinity War and everything yeah. after. So I it kind of takes away a little bit of excitement there as well. And then they're bringing in these newer characters like Eternals and Shang Chi, which are completely new and different. You talk about why people are excited for the TV shows. It's because these yeah, characters we that the we characters. know. And we, I know that, yeah. Whereas these ones, you're not sure what to think. I'm sure as soon as a Spider-Man trailer gets released, everybody's just oh, going to lose yeah. their shit. Yeah, the Spider-Man so, trailer is going to be amazing. When, so. when, is it No Way Home? When that comes out. No Way Home, Long Way Home. No Way, it's a long no way, way Home. home. <laughs> it's a Long Way Home. Like you, McGregor, and Charlie Bowman, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, so, yeah, when Spider-Man trailer comes out, it's definitely going to be a little bit more exciting. Mm. But I think I agree. that's it for that's it for Marvel for the, uh, for the day. Yeah, now. I think so. Thank God. Okay. I think so, yeah. I think there's about one or two more Disney stuff, but yeah. there you go. Because, of course. But we'll talk about something completely different now. And you talk about franchises. Like you talk about the greatest franchise in history. In sports, it's the Williams. See, Richie, do you like that segue? Uh, yeah, there you go. It was nice. So, yes, Venus and Serena Williams, a story of their father, in fact. It's not about them, it's about their father, played by the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air himself, <laughs> William Smith. That's right, it's King Richard. King Richard. And I said this film, it follows the younger versions of Serena and Venus Williams and their coach father, um, Richard, who basically trains them and takes them into the life of professional tennis yeah the trailer actually uh does look quite good and um, you know quite intrigued by it and um, seeing like the character of, of their father and you know and um, what he was like and um, i quite yeah i quite like the look of it so um i've never been a massive fan um of Venus and serena um but i'm not that into tennis either but yeah i'm, I'm excited about it. So obviously you'd be more excited because you love your tennis so mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I said, Serena and Venus, two of the greatest tennis players of all time, especially in the women's game. Mm-hmm. Serena Williams had a massive hold on, on Wimbledon and the Grand Slams in, in all of tennis as well. So it'd be nice. I mean, the, the girls did look like the um, look like Serena and Venus. Yeah, like they the, the cast the, of girls really the cast well. Really, sure. really good. So looking forward to seeing what it's what it's gonna be like. Um, I mean, judging from obviously the kind of story that it looks like it's going to tell, I mean, could be an outsider for an Oscar, Oscar nomination. I think so. Yeah. And maybe at least an acting nomination for Willie, Willie I Smith. think he'll get one. Willie yeah. Smith, then. I think he'll get one. Yeah. But, um, but what I'm more excited about. What are you more excited about? I'm excited for the first time ever about Lady Gaga. For the first time ever. Yeah. Oh my God. So this is House of Gucci. Um, starring Lady Gaga, Adam Driver. And who's that? And who do you think that is right there? That, ladies and gentlemen, that is Jared Leto. That's who that is. I'll have you know. 
My God. The lead singer from 30 Seconds to Mars. Yes. The Joker himself. Um, the guy. The Joker himself. The guy. Joaquin Phoenix. <laughs> the guy from, uh, you know. Jack Nicholson. The guy from. <laughs> from American Psycho. I can't remember his character's name. That was Batman, Christian Bale. The dude from Paul Allen. Dallas Buyers Club as well. Paul Allen from American yeah, Psycho. Paul I'm ashamed. Paul Allen. I'm ashamed. I love you too. Um, yeah, and Jeremy Irons, who, in, in the pictures I've seen and in and trailers, Jeremy Irons looks like an older Taron Egerton. Jeremy Irons looking good. Don't know how Taron feels about that. I think he was quite like that compliment. But Jeremy Irons is cool and handsome yeah. and smart. But yeah, this trailer looks amazing. Lady Gaga looks fierce in it. Like her character and Adam Driver's character is just like, ah. Yeah, and I'm not sure if I'm the only one who did this, but no, I got a little bit confused with yeah. the Versace kind of thing going on here. Very, very similar to a degree in uh, the way that everything mm-hmm. went down. You got two fashion icons and a gun. Yeah, because the trailer finished with um, Gucci and Driver getting shot. So it's no spoiler. It's a trailer, and it's it's a real true life story. It happened, so it? you know. Um, and I sat there and went to myself, I'm so glad I didn't say this to him, but then I was really glad that he did the same thing. I sat there and thought, well, I'll need to watch the TV show first. I've still not watched that. I really want to watch. Yeah, the assassination of Giovanni Versace. <laughs> Versace, not Gucci. So, but yeah, he made the mistake too. So. And that's in the show. Yeah, exactly. I thought, oh, it's set in Miami. Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought, I'm pretty sure it happened in Miami, actually. <laughs> But no, the film, the trailer looks incredible. So yeah, get get it watched if you've not seen the trailer yet. I'm super stoked. So I mean, Adam Driver looks like he's gonna have a big year. I mean, he two does. big films yeah. that could go forward for an Oscar. I'm thinking Lady Gaga might get a nomination for this one. I think she Everything will. that she does at the moment just seems to be incredible. Star is Born was her last big film. Yeah, Jared will get a supporting nom. Just because of that transformation. Hair and makeup will get a nom as well for that. Yeah. So. Yeah, excited. Next, yeah. next, next. Jesus, okay. Why is she getting so excited? Oh, that's why it's a little dog. No, oh, it's a monkey. <laughs> so, it's a little monkey, everyone. So new from Sony Pictures Animation. This is Vivo, and this is going on Netflix tomorrow. Tomorrow or today, if you're watching us, because all listening, all listening, <laughs> because we're putting this out on Friday, the sixth of August. Um, yeah, Friday 6th of August, Vivo. Um, I am going to admit, I've just rewatched the trailer. I am definitely more excited about the music than the whole Why? thing. So we watched the trailer last week or earlier this week or whatever it was. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then suddenly some music starts. And we were like, is it? Could it be? It's Limbo Well! So, For his yeah. fifth time this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean... He's in like, well, he's also doing, of course, the music for Encanto. Um, so he's done the music for Vivo and he's also voicing Vivo, who is the little monkey down there in the basket. Um, so he's voicing the main character in this. But I remember when I watched this trailer, I was like, OK, so Disney are letting him do that as well, though. So I bet Disney are trying to get him. I bet they're trying to like bring him in to be their music person. But he's not. He's like, no, I am going to spread my love and joy around. And if you want to try and trap me, then you can't have me at all. I reckon that's what he's doing. Because that's what I do. Or just like money. 
No, but like you wouldn't want to just be with just one, you know. He's a creative person, he likes to go and do a range of things. Exactly, you'd want to do a range. And yeah, so I'm excited about this because of his music and it does look like a nice story as well. It's about I think it's a kind of love story. Um and the monkey is the sending the message of love or something like that. But yeah. Out tomorrow. She just listened to the music. She I just watch the music. So, but I'm going to watch it next week because um, he won't want to watch it. But yeah, here you go, tomorrow. And another one I won't want to watch because this just came out of nowhere. So, have you watched the trailer for this yet? No. No, okay. So, I watched the trailer for this yesterday or the day before. Um, it's called Together. And what's funny is when I was looking it up on IMDb and on Google for pictures and stuff, I think the States this is a british film i think in the states they've made exactly the same film and it's called together together so, so this is a british remake of the american film no I, they've both been made like roughly around the same time it's about lockdown so this film <laughs> this film's about lockdown and the american one looks kind of the same so i'm pretty sure with ed helms in the with american ed helms yeah so i'm pretty sure they've been made at the same time and they've gone oh we want a similar title well i just we'll just add another word the same word um, this one is um, James McAvoy and Sharon Hogan, um, and it's it's an interesting take and um, an interesting look at what we've all been going through um, throughout the lockdown of COVID. Um, it's kind of a it's kind of a fly on the wall thing in that like you are watching it like you are what you are watching it, but then they also um, you know break the fourth wall a lot and talk to the camera. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a little bit different. I'm intrigued to watch so it. So it's similar to, like, your mockumentaries of Modern Family, The Office Parks, where they'll be talking. And Possibly, yeah. They'll be having yeah. a, a little bit of a scene and then break away and speak yeah. to the camera and yeah, sit down with like the camera interviews. But they also kind of, like, yeah, like Jim does in the, in the office, kind of just look at the camera as well whilst they're in the moment, that kind of thing. Exactly. Um, so, you know, it's something a bit different. Um, I'm intrigued. I'll watch it. I like James. And it's obviously current and topical. So, yeah, together. Yeah. I mean... At least we can talk about superhero movies because it's not always just dominated by Marvel. No, it's not. Well, we've already talked about DC. No, I say, say, say MCU, sorry, because this one isn't an MCU movie, but it is Marvel. It is Marvel, yeah. What are you on about? I meant MCU. <laughs> I mean, because there is there is other stuff. It's not because no, no, it's not. It's, it's Sony Pictures. Marvel. It's not MCU. It's not ruined by Disney, as most some of them are. But this one is Venom. Let there be carnage and it is the sequel to the movie venom which was a surprise hit i think a lot of people thinking it was going to fail maybe because the preconceptions of spider-man 3 and mm. that little dancing down the street or whatever he did back then good old danger peter parker but um yeah it, lo- it looks really fun quite gory and silly this one as well doesn't look like it takes itself too seriously uh, I think it's just going to be one of those fun films that come out and people will enjoy it and can't really complain. Yeah, um, I enjoy. I did enjoy Venom. I forgot a lot of it after I'd seen it. I didn't think it had been that much of a hit, to be honest, but um, obviously it warranted a second one. Um, so I, was, I think I'd, what I didn't like about the first one is they killed a lamb. I didn't like that. I wasn't happy about that. Um, but yeah, this one does look fun. Um, I do like the character of Venom. He's really fun and uh, quite hilarious. And I like the interaction that, him, that Venom, the character, and Tom Hardy have together. But also, more importantly, with the shopkeeper lady uh, that they uh, that they live near. Mm-hmm. I really love that interaction. So yeah, um, I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, 
the amazing Woody Harrelson, isn't it? And um, playing Carnage and Return of Michelle Williams as well. So yeah, I'm excited to see that. Nice. And what about the next one? Are you excited? No. For no. <laughs> no. 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 So No, I'm not. This next one is Intrigued. But intrigued. The weird thing, this is a musical, this one, but from watching the trailer for the new Cinderella film, directed by Kay Cannon, who did the Pitch Perfect films, oh. the later ones, anyway. Well, I um, like later ones so much. Yeah, um, she directed that, and I think she directed something else I can't think of at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, she is directing this film starring Camilla Cabello, mm-hmm. the, the singer, um, playing the titular role again of Cinderella. Oh, that word. The titular role, I do. It's a great, it's a great word, isn't it? I mean, you don't get to say it much. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, she is Cinderella, and the music in this one, I'm, it doesn't look like it's original music. From oh, you know what, we only watched trailer yesterday, I can't remember. Because I know they were definitely singing Queen's "Somebody to Love" oh, at one yeah. point, unless the rest of it has oh. got some original music in it. I don't know. I haven't listened to recent music in a while. So I mean Camilla Cabello has is obviously quite a famous singer. I believe she released that really big song Havana. Oh, yeah, she's got when we were watching the trailer yesterday and she was singing, I said she's got a very Disney voice. I didn't know if she was a Disney brat or not. I kind of presumed she was. I'm not hundred um, percent sure actually. I usually do um yeah she's got a very disney voice um what i do remember actually from the trailer is what they've done to the story is the classic modern thing that they do these days with stories about women um which a lot of people like i'm like it's nice it's a cool idea but you don't need to change things too much it's basically they've instead of her you know wanting to marry the prince and find love and all of that she's wanting to have her fashion career um and she meets the prince and he likes her and wants to marry her and she's not sure because she doesn't want to just be a princess she wants her fashion career um but you still have the basis of the evil stepmother and and all that and her not wanting to do that and who was playing the stepmother it was somebody Idina Menzel. that was it nice. yeah i knew it was somebody um so yeah and of course it was filmed or in part in Blackpool. Yeah, which, which is think, which is our hometown. Yes, which, sorry, is where we're from. Um, and I think it may have been the ballroom that they were filming, from what I've seen. Yeah, and there was a, a great bit, like I said, that you got Billy Porter playing the the fairy godmother. Who oh, yeah. comes down and obviously um, does the whole magical scene where she she changes her dress and stuff and brings the um, uh, the mice to life, which was James Corden and Ramesh Ranganathan. Yeah. And some other guy. And some other guy, which I didn't really get a look at because Ramesh was on the screen. I mean, amazing. How great is that? To be fair. Um. So yeah, Ramesh Ranganathan and James Corden, which I know everybody was like, "Fuck's sake, another James Corden musical." But, yeah. But there you go. We'll we'll see how much he actually does in regards to singing. I did hear his voice earlier on in the film. Obviously, uh, I think he plays Gus or one of one of the um the mice. Anyway, he's Gus in Cinderella. Uh, yes, Gus's little fat mouse. So James Corden. Green so that'll be James Corden. And yeah, um, but it looks okay. I mean, it's going yeah. directly onto Amazon Prime. Um, so I believe that will be hitting Amazon Prime in September. 
mean, there's been that many different Cinderella retellings now. I mean, there are a lot of other stories that they can retell. I don't know what it is about Cinderella that they they like to do. I know, but there's so many other fairy tales like Snow White. Yeah, it's, it's just the classic rags to riches and stuff, isn't it? But um, yeah. obviously, the, uh, Emerald Fennel did the, the musical as Which well with Andrew Lloyd Webber as well which has come out at a very similar time as well I just had its world premiere uh, last month as well so it's um interesting time Camilla Cabello obviously making her acting debut I believe she was a singer in Fifth Harmony that's how she got her her start mm-hmm. uh, she wasn't a, a Disney brand or anything yeah. she was um on like the X Factor USA in Fifth Harmony Fair enough. um but yeah well, that is Cinderella. I like the Lily James version. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I think we have got one more trailer that came to us yesterday as well. Yeah, well, yeah. And there kind that... of three, but yeah, this one we just discovered last night, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we could have maybe leaned in more towards the... Um, the Cobra Kai kind of thing here as well, and had like three yeah. in a row for Cobra Kai because you know we love it so much. But Tana Buchanan, who plays Robbie, um, Johnny Lawrence's son in Cobra Kai, is playing the role of Rachel Lee Cook in yeah, the 90s. Good memory. Um, it is a remake and retelling of the. 90s classic she's all that but titled he's all that smart um so i believe it stars instagram superstar don't know her name rachel lee cook rachel lee cook's the original oh well that's i swear that's why it's on an IMDb. <laughs> obviously not maybe she's in it <laughs> As like a cameo. You just did say that. I did just say that. I wrote my notes down before I came upstairs. <laughs> Rachel Lee Cook is the original with Freddie Prince Jr. in the 90s. Well, um, But yeah, uh, Tana Buchanan uh, plays kind of the... Um, so anyway, for people that don't know See, her name what, what the story is, it is the story of addison addison ray that's who plays addison, addison ray's ray. the main character she's quite big on instagram and tiktok or whatever she's a big social media thing she's actually making her acting debut in this movie as well mm-hmm. but the story anyway is addison ray's character a really popular but something happens with her boyfriend finds out that she's um he's cheated on her and he basically because of that she loses a bit of popularity so she's like i made this guy i can make any guy popular or prom queen yeah so she has a bet with her friends that they that she can do that she can turn any guy into prom queen prom queen prom, prom king. king um the classic the classic but like i said swapped around obviously and she's all that, that freddie prince jr says that he can turn anyone into prom queen just by dating yeah. him and this is swapped around so her friends pick the um they pick the worst guy they can pick they think they think and he's just like a little farm poor boy it's kind of what he's portrayed as in the like he Got works on a farm long he's just raggy hair and wearing long beanie. Raggy hair, beanie there you go he's definitely a poor kid um and that's why the um they just choose dirty. him yeah the poor stubble. dirty kid and then um 
obviously, if you watch Cobra Kai, you know he's not like that. I, and I'm sorry, but right. So you told me about this ages ago and that Tannen Buchanan had been chosen this. And I was like, okay. And literally, in the trailer, you're just like, I'm like, you can't hide that beauty. Like, yeah, they've, they've probably like, just put like some tramp outfit on him. Tramp yeah, they have. Like, they've made him, they've just given him like this tramp wig and beanie and stubble and and tried to hide it because they, they just stubble. they just didn't know like well they could have paid it on you know but they just like they didn't know what to do like it's like the casting people chose him and the hair and makeup people just went are you kidding me like how do we hide this and i mean they did what they could <laughs> but i mean He's a, he's a very handsome young man, and it obviously when he's revealed, it's not a surprise. But yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm excited again, like I said, for Sholo. We're excited to see uh, Tanner um, come out and do his, you know, his first big film. Um, and uh, there's a song in it, which is in the original film, am I right? From the trailer? Sixpence, not the yeah. richer. Yeah. Kiss me. Yeah, yeah. But, I, but I haven't really seen the original film. I think I've only seen parts of it. So but when that song came on in the trailer, you said... That was in the original film. It's the so. bit where she walks down the stairs for the first time, all yes. pretty, and that's when that song yes. plays. Sixpence on the Witcher, Kiss Me. Great song. Yeah. That's, like that's your 90s, Netflix, early 2000s kind of like song. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But it looks, this one looks like it's going to be fun. Yeah. And, and I was waiting for it. I was I like forgot. teeing you up right there. I forgot. Obviously, watching the trailer, and all of a sudden, this guy pops up. Like this. At the end, in the darkness, yeah, dancing. and only we and some other people we know would know who that was in that split second. When mm. we looked at each other, and I said, "It wasn't, was it?" It was. It's Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard is in this film. Yeah, he is. I'm so excited. Most my, likely, the only saving grace. My old buddy. Hey, you were looking forward to this. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, you were excited about it when you told me about it. No, I swear. Okay, well, I'm excited about it. Okay, it's some Instagram star doing a random film. It's Tanner. And I like I like the different take on it. So we'll see. I'm actually a little in it. Probably playing a teacher or a parent or something. So. Most likely. It looked like he was a DJ. But All that. But that is mainly it for the trailers that we planned. But then they decided to throw some two of us out there. Yeah, um, TV shows. Pretty late on. And we are just kind of like... Oh god, there's so much more to fit in. So we're just gonna quickly talk about these ones. Yeah. Um they have just announced that American Crime Story has will have their new season, which is Impeachment, which is all about the, the scandal in nineteen ninety five between Monica Lewinsky and the president at the time as well, which my mind has just completely Bill blank. Clinton. Bill Clinton, there you go. <laughs> it was coming to me whilst I was saying it. Uh, Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky, obviously the American crime story, they've already done uh, The People versus OJ, and they've also done The Assassination of Johnny Versace. They've all been great TV shows, obviously it's done by Ryan Murphy, famous for Glee, Hollywood, and he's also uh, American Horror Story as well. So it was only just a quick teaser, just explaining what the new season is. You see Monica Lewinsky walking into the office while... Mm-hmm. Um, they do that, but there was another one which we are kind of excited for, which is going to be released on Sunday. Oh, you got a picture? I got a picture one. of this one That's because cool. you know we're excited because it's coming out on Sunday, so oh, yes. the first episode will be on Stars, and it stars is... Stephen Amell 
and Green Arrow. Of Green Arrow, of course, is uh, moved straight into another TV show. Good and time. he is known to be quite a, a big wrestling fan as well. He's wrestled for WWE and AEW as well. He's uh, good friends with uh, Cody Rhodes over in AEW. And he did a lot of training for this. It is called Heels. And it's all about a family of wrestlers. And he's the older brother. And his younger brother is one of the Scars Guards. I don't uh, know if he's a Scars no. Guard. <laughs> There's so many different scars guards there, but his younger brother anyway is like a, a really talented up-and-coming wrestler and he can basically make it to the big time, but but Stephen Miles kind of like, not the big guy in the family kind of thing, uh, looking at the trailer. So it's this whole family dynamics on here and the role, uh, the film takes its title from the classic wrestling term of face and heels, heels being the bad guys, face being the good guys. And it's basically like I said. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so um, the fellow you talked about, you're confused because his name's Alexander Alexander Ludwig, and um, fans of uh, Vikings and the Hunger Games will know him. Um, I obviously recognised him when I've seen cuts of uh, Vikings. I'm like, hmm, I know that guy. I was like, oh, Hunger Games. He was Is there one a of the in Vikings. Um, I'm not sure. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, and I do actually want to watch Vikings. So yeah, again, a very nice, very nice handsome young man, and uh, seems to be quite a cool actor. And the trailer looks amazing. Mm-hmm. So um, and yeah, excited for Stephen Amell to be doing something different again. Um, obviously Arrow has ended now, uh, and obviously we've, we've always known that he's really into like his wrestling and stuff. So yeah, I'm excited, and I'm excited that it's out on Sunday, so we get to start watching it soon. Mm-hmm. Especially as we're never getting Glow back, because if you've never watched Glow, get on that. That's on Netflix. That's 80s women wrestling, glorious ladies of wrestling. Gorgeous. Um, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Glorious is a great word there. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Um, but I love that show. And then um, it got well, it got axed because of like a writer strike or something. I don't know. It, we never watch it finish. So this is going to be a nice replacement. Yes. So, I mean, that's it for the trailers. We got there in the end. It was a very, 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 very long Two weeks. Yeah. Like I said, there was just trail after 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 trail. While we were in the Lake District, it was just like I was like, "There's another trailer. We need to watch it." And then it was like, "When can we? When can we record?" Yeah. And obviously, we were away on holiday, and then inconsiderately decided to release two big movies that we had to try and watch before we could record. Released on the same day, mm-hmm. um, but we have managed to watch both of them, and we will talk about the Suicide Squad and Jungle Cruise. So, which one do you want to start with? Well, we saw Suicide Squad first, so that's what we're going to talk about. So, the Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad, of course, the re- reboot, people are calling it a reboot, but I mean, it's kind of still a bit of a continuation because you've still got like four original characters in there. And um, obviously you've got Viola Davis' character, you've got Harley, Amanda Waller, Waller. you've got um, Harley, you've got Rick Flagg, and you've got Boomerang, who are all originals um, from the first film. So it is continued in that way. It's just that we're not really mentioning any of the characters or the previous stuff. Um, but yeah, oh God, this, there's so much to say about this film. So we, I was so excited about seeing it on a big screen and kind of wanted to see it on IMAX, but also didn't want to wait so we were in the lakes and we thought well there's a cute little cinema here i've always wanted to go to 
uh, I kind of wanted to watch Peter Rabbit in it because <laughs> we're in the Lake District. Um, that's what I always thought I'd see there. But I was like, you know, I'm not going to wait a week to see the Suicide Squad. So we went. Uh, a nice little dinner combo meal as well. Didn't we with our film? Twenty four ninety five yeah. two course meal. Zeffirelli's or something like that. It's called in Ambleside. Check and it out. And a movie ticket in that price as well. Exactly. And um, basically, you go into the uh, the screen, and it's such like a cute little cinema. Like it's kind of like your own home cinema. What you'd imagine to be a home cinema. Beautiful red velvet chairs. Yeah. Nice screen. And we just chilled, and it was great. And and the film was. Uh, I really, I did really, really enjoy it. The first half, I was a bit like, well, oh, I don't know if I'm enjoying it as much as I thought I would. But then, um, when Harley's kind of big stuff kind of kicked in, I, uh, yeah, I really started to enjoy it. Um, as as they say in the uh, the posters and the trailers and things, don't get too attached because uh, there's a lot of characters and there's a lot of characters there for a reason, and not all of them may make it through, <laughs> and they certainly don't. No, yeah, exactly. Obviously, we're not going to spoil it uh, for anyone that hasn't yeah. seen the film yet. It's only been out um, since Friday here in the UK. And to our US listeners as well, it is being released probably when you're listening to this. It is released on the 6th of August, uh, simultaneously once again on HBO Max and in the cinemas as well. So make sure you do watch the film. It's a great, gory, fun-telling it's a great superhero film, been critically uh, acclaimed as well, currently holding a 95% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, which is insane for yeah. not just a superhero movie and DC movie yeah, as DC, well. Yeah, exactly. Um, obviously, DC movies just like that have really been Dark Knight. It's probably only got that high before. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's great for DC and the future of these DC movies. Maybe that's something that DC look forward to look to do in the future rather than doing a, a, a big massive franchise just do these standalone movies because i think dc does that best for sure yeah and but this film um you you've got some really great characters in there i know everybody has their own different favorite yeah. character i've got a lot to choose from I love Peacemaker. Obviously, he's a big wrestling fan as well. John Cena was probably the funniest part. He was definitely the the most comedic character uh, within the whole of the whole of the film as well, with maybe a par um, with a little bit of Weasel as oh. well, because Weasel is funny as well. Love Weasel. Um, but yeah, James Gunn came over because he got sacked from Guardians of the Galaxy three, came over to DC, created this wonderful, incredible film. And has obviously gone back to direct Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, so, yeah, I hope you all enjoy The Suicide Squad. Um, it's not just a typical superhero film. It's a great action film. Yeah, for sure. Um, just with fancy costumes, really. Yeah. Um, there's not a lot of what you see in a lot of superhero movies with, like, flying or <laughs> anything like that no uh, there's, there's like, not a lot of massive superpowers to be no there's, there, there is superpowers but you know not like like you say it's not like a big it's not about them being super really and um, they just kind of use them as and when and um, it's more about the characters themselves and their stories and the journey they're going on um but yeah they're all badass um and there's so many characters to choose from um to like and i don't know i mean oh, i love polka dot man Obviously, adore Harley. Uh, Ratcatch 2 is quite cool. Obviously, love Weasel. Um, Michael Rucker's character, I cannot remember what his character is called. 
but yeah um there's just so many to to, to choose from um and to get involved with really but yeah harley's scene harley's massive action scene is amazing i absolutely love it and it, it's great to see her like proper get her teeth in again um and kick some ass so yeah definitely some great some great action scenes in there and a lot of comedy in there which you'd expect from a from a james gunn film yeah. with john cena sylvester stallone as king shark as well mm-hmm. and there's definitely a, a lot of gore if you, if you enjoy that as oh, well yeah. as some of the deaths have got some of the greatest death scenes not just in superhero movies but in any movie there's some great fun silly deaths yeah and it's just a fun film and a lot of people have said maybe this is going to be the most fun summer blockbuster of the year. So, oh yeah, I'd say so. Squad. For sure. Um, one thing as well that like I find funny, like I said, I didn't really refer back to the other film much. Um, but the other film focused so much on like how Rick Flag was so in love with June and uh, their story and how like you know it encompassed quite a lot of the film's story, mm-hmm. and yet. It's like none of that ever happens. It's like she just doesn't exist, or maybe she does, and she's at home, and they have a nice, quiet life and relationship. It's very, very separate from what he does. I don't know, but it's just never hinted at in any way at all. So I don't know if they've completely written it out or if they are just doing it as a that's the case. But we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. And if you do go and watch the film at the cinema or choose to watch it at home, if you do have HBO Max or any other means to to watch the movie make sure you do stay for the credits you do have a mid-credit scene and an after credit scene as well so make sure you don't miss out on them mm-hmm. okay let's go back to disney <laughs> again again um so we finally got to watch jungle cruise tonight um didn't think we we're gonna fit in but we did um because i've been poorly all week <laughs> but we have seen it now wore my jungly shirt in a the jungly recognition shirt. um i've been really really excited about this one um obviously dwayne the rock johnson um who we absolutely love and um, emily blunt one of our own and jack whitehall even more one of our own and one of our absolute faves absolutely adore him um so yeah i was super excited um apart from also from the first trailer it was so obvious as everyone said on the internet that it was just going to be the mummy the mummy the mummy story the mummy characters um obviously um with uh the rocks character um being very very similar in a way to brendan fraser's character of brick o'connell emily blunt's character being very similar to rachel vice um as evie and jack whitehall of course playing the bumbling brother just like john hannah did in the mummy as well so you've got the adventurer daring do adventurer um the young woman who's like wants to you know progress in career and and you know go and do her research and but she's not taken seriously by the men um in her in her area she goes off to go and do her research on her own her adventure on her own seeks the help of this rugged slightly annoying um handsome uh gentleman and takes her bumbling brother along with her and yeah i mean you've got the mummy right there and there's a few things early on in the film that straight out of the mummy and i'm just like i kept saying to you like like they've got no shame here <laughs> like there's a scene classic scene in the mummy where evie is on a ladder in the library and it falls and like the whole library falls down and there's a similar scene with emily blunt on a ladder at the beginning of this film and i was just like 
okay. But anyway, it, other than that, other than the similarities to Mummy, I did enjoy it. Um, I was partway through, I was like, oh, I don't have the script's that great. Um, I don't think some of the lines are that great. I don't know what you thought, but um, it was only when a certain thing happened towards the end that we found out something in the story that I then started to enjoy it more because it was different and yeah. Yeah, I think obviously it is a Disney movie and yeah. I think of this film as kind of like a love child between the mummy and Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. It's probably the best way to de- to describe Definitely. the movie. Um, like I said, they're on a treasure hunt to find some supernatural water thing or whatever it is that they're trying to find and it's their journey on there. Tears of the Moon. The tears of the moon nail, and it's um, a beardless Jack Whitehall, which takes some getting used yes, to. Yes, it does. There you go. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, so, so there is, you know, you've got all the mummy elements. Then suddenly later on, this stuff starts happening, and I just turned to you and went, "All right, Pirates of the Caribbean." <laughs> just like just bringing all of that in as well, which of course is, you know, a big Disney franchise, which was built off a ride that's in the Disney World, just like Jungle Cruise, which obviously is based off. The ride jungle cruise um it, the film definitely isn't what i expected i expected it to be more of a kind of rip-roaring adventure and i didn't expect the story that we got i expected something different but it was still enjoyable as a family film you know and um, so obviously definitely sit and watch it together with the yeah fam. like i said it took a little bit of a turn and maybe yeah. that was for the better because i think so like i said it definitely improved the story and yeah. added a lot of the action in there as well so yeah yeah. It was all right. It was nothing special. No. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a sequel because you know it's Disney, and yeah, I think I think they do a sequel in the same way they did the Mummy one. You know, like, you know, like well, we're off it now returns. on a different advent. We're off now on a different adventure. The three of us somewhere yeah. else doing something else crazy. Um, which so, which, yeah. which could happen depending on obviously the 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 box office performance. But yet again with Disney, it's available in cinemas and on Disney Plus simultaneously. So if you choose to, you can watch it at home. Yeah, which is what we did. We just like got on Disney Plus and just chilled in the life of the home. I had been looking forward to seeing cinemas. Maybe if I saw it on a bigger screen, maybe I would have been a bit more like, woo, do a few whoops. But, you know, um, no, it was fun. Unfortunately, we haven't managed to see Old, which we also had promised we were going to watch and review, but we've just not had the time, being poorly. And, and being holiday. away. On holiday and then poorly. Not, not a great Just doesn't help at all. No. Um, we will see it eventually. And hopefully yeah. we'll watch Fair Street as well. Yes, that is something else we promised you we were going to finish, which we haven't had time. So in the next two weeks, we will do that. Hopefully. And we'll be able to tell you more about Heels. And there'll be... Um, and Viva. A few other films, most likely coming out as well uh, in the cinema. Like I believe Respect will be coming out mm-hmm. soon as well, starring Jennifer Hudson playing Aretha Franklin as well, which I'm quite looking forward to. Yeah, she so, looks amazing. Sounds um, amazing. But as we do on every episode of Cine Lovers, we always finish the episode with a kind of special mention or recognition. So yes. It came up on Instagram the other day. I think Mandy Moore posted a picture um, celebrating a 20-year anniversary um, of the movie. I got Mercedes excited. So she wanted to watch it on Wednesday night. So she watched that 
with my daughter Georgie and introduced her to it. It is the Princess Diaries. Ooh, shut up! Twenty years. Twenty years of the Princess Diaries released in two thousand and one. And yes, it's another Disney film. Disney's great. Yeah, twenty years. I mean, oh my god, do you feel old yet? Because I do. <laughs> so on the last episode we had twenty years of Legally Blonde. Yes. And thirty years of Point Break. Yes. And now we have 20 years of Princess Diaries. Yes. Yes, okay. We're getting older now. Um, but I'm like, yeah, rewatching it, I can't believe how young Anne looked. Her first film as well, yeah, just to course, mention, yeah. it was her um, de- movie debut, a very young Anne Hathaway. Very, very young, yeah. Um, as Jamie says, sat down and watched it with his daughter to introduce to it, and she absolutely, absolutely loved it. Halfway through asking if there was a second one, and I was like, Yes, there is. <laughs> we can watch that. There is a royal engagement. <laughs> there is a royal engagement. Um, uh, yeah, so it was really cool to like see the excitement on her face throughout it, and like, you know, obviously wondering where the story was going to lead. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Uh, just, oh, it's just a classic. It's just one of the great ones from my teenage years where me and the girls knew all the lines, and it was one of the films that we used to quote a lot, and yeah, I just absolutely love it it's a film that every girl should see apparently from what my friend says the books aren't as good apparently uh, in the books her dad is alive and her grandma is a bit mean which isn't exactly what it's like in the films at all you know um julie andrews obviously plays um queen clarice of um genovia absolutely amazingly she's just flawless i love her um obviously joe i can never remember his name the actor but he's in pretty woman he's amazing i love him and their relationship and yeah, I just, oh, it's such a good film, absolutely adorable film. And it's a great film for like, you know, the teenage girls to watch, you know, like Georgie's going into high school and it's a great one for her to watch and like learn about the different kind of characters of school and, you know, the kind of thing that you have to deal with and um, like arguing with your friend, but still, you know, being friends and the, uh, the crazy nasty girls who like pretend to be a friend, but aren't really mm-hmm. a friend. And that boy that pretends to be who like like here just to get some press, you know. Does that happen to everyone? But no, yeah, it's it's a classic. Mm-hmm. Absolutely love it. So happy, happy twentieth birthday to the Princess Diaries. Yeah. And I think that wraps it up nicely for mm-hmm. episode six. Six? Yes. Six, six. of Cine Lovers Podcast. So, Mercedes, why can't you tell all of our watchers and listeners where they can find us on social media? Well, all the usual places. Facebook, Instagram, at uh, Cine Lovers Podcast. Uh, yeah, we're not on Twitter or anything at the moment. But, yeah, Facebook and Instagram, find us there. And, obviously, we're available on YouTube for you to watch or on Spotify or any of the places you get your uh, podcasts to listen. Homework for this weekend Check out Heels, check out Vivo, and uh, if you haven't seen Two Set Squad and Jungle Cruise yet, go see them. I introduce your kids to Princess Diaries. Yeah, and make sure to press that follow and subscribe button mm-hmm. so you can watch every episode and never miss a moment. But for now, we are the Cine Lovers. Cine Lovers. We'll see you next time.